0: I think the clearest example of how we can see the evolution of the thinking in the science community about climate change over time is through what we see in the assessment reports that have been done by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Their first report published in 1990 was very um, almost tepid in its the the conclusions it would draw saying that well we know there's such a thing as uh, you know greenhouse gases and that there's atmospheric warming, but not making really strong statements about the attribution of that to, say, anthropogenic or human-caused activities. By the time you look at the fourth assessment report that the IPCC published in 2007, they make a very strong statement that not only do we clearly observe warming, which has occurred since the Industrial Revolution, but we can also attribute it to human activities through release of greenhouse gases. And that statement was a very strong statement that they made in their 2007 assessment. when, When scientists make estimates of the effects of climate change, they rely on these things that are called global climate models or general circulation models. And these models, because they have to cover the entire globe, have some uh, limitations with respect to scale. Especially the earlier versions of the model used a very coarse resolution, very large scale, and that doesn't really take into account important topographic features like mountain ranges that hugely influence where precipitation falls. Another major assumption going into these models is based on what people do, because the models use emissions scenarios about how much greenhouse gas emissions would people um, uh, put into the atmosphere you know, 50 and 100 years out, it's very difficult to predict the, pe- the behavior of people going forward. And probably lastly, there's this issue of what's called non-stationarity, that the climate of the past will not be the climate of the future. So we can't really necessarily use all of the tools that we have used, which were based on historical information, to predict the behavior of climate in the future. When we look at sea level rise, and we're talking about the rise in the mean global sea level, and we think, well, what does climate change add to this? Well, climate change, uh, one of the things it does is, because of warming, it causes expansion of the ocean surface, just like when you would, for example, boil water on a stove. That's one component. But another component comes from the melting of ice that is uh, currently in a frozen state in continental ice sheets. This puts more water into the ocean. Then we also have to take into account local effects, such as tectonic movements that may cause coasts to either rise or sink. And then look at possible effects due to climate change and severe weather. More storms, more severe high tides, higher wave amplitudes. All of these things affect how sea level rise may change in the future due to a change in climate. Uh, For example, some of the numbers that local agencies and state agencies are looking at in the uh, Bay Delta area in San Francisco might be as much as a 55-inch rise on the high side by the end of the century.